The Gator Tales with Sean Kelly podcast is presented by UF Health. UF Health has locations throughout Florida, including Gainesville, Jacksonville, St. Augustine, Leesburg, and the Villages, and we're growing. Compassionate care and world-class outcomes, that's our game plan. Visit ufhealth.org to learn more. The podcast is also brought to you by Pet Fanatics. Gator fans, for pet fanatics like you, there's only one place who goes all out for your pet the way you do. Boarding, grooming, day camp, and veterinary services all in one convenient location. Pet Paradise and New Day Veterinary Care. Finally, Complete Pet Healthcare is here for Gator Nation. Welcome in, everybody. This is episode number 13 of Gator Tales with Sean Kelly, and I hope that our podcast finds you well this Thanksgiving week. Certainly, it's a little bit more quiet around campus this week, but a lot of teams are in action and traveling, too. As a matter of fact, men's basketball, and I'll join them, will be in New York City and play in Brooklyn in the preseason NIT Classic. Women's basketball is in the Bahamas this week as their fine season continues to get out of the gate. And football, of course, is at home against the Florida State Seminoles. More on that a little bit later. Also, big congratulations this week to a fifth-place finish at Nationals for the women's cross-country team. And our newest national champion is Parker Valby out of the Tampa area. She won the individual national championship in women's cross-country. Of course, Parker, a previous guest on this podcast, you can go back into the archive and certainly listen to that. I'm certainly thankful for a lot of things, and I know you are too. This being my second year here with the Florida Gators, I'm thankful for so many memories being made already and for the great relationships I've formed with players, coaches, and fans alike. In this week's show, we're thankful to have a conversation with Aliyah Matharu, a senior from Washington, D.C., who's playing in her first full season with the Florida Gators women's basketball team. Matharu transferred last year, had to sit all out last year as a two-time transfer, and is finally on the floor here for the Gators and helping lead the way for Kelly Ray Finley's ball club. She's become an instant leader. She's a fantastic personality and really producing right now on the floor through these early non-conference games. We'll get her story, her thoughts on this team and where they could go this season. Kenna McGinnis is back with us. Our student worker was on campus late last week and talks about Thanksgiving and, of course, the rivalry game this weekend in football against Florida State. This weekend's game against Florida State means a whole lot to a lot of people. My partner, Shane Matthews, will be introduced to Gator Nation as a new SEC legend. And speaking of legends, Tim Tebow will be back on campus this week. The Heisman Trophy winner will be honored for his new induction into the College Football Hall of Fame. It's a game against an arch rival. It's a chance to get that sixth win and become bowl eligible. And for players like Daniel Cross, it's senior day. Cross and several others will be making that final walk out of the south end zone tunnel, out to be greeted by family and friends, and each of them have a great story. And that's where we start. We begin with a conversation with redshirt senior Daniel Cross, who's originally from Orlando, Florida, and East River High School. Cross has been a walk-on since he set foot on campus back in 2018. He's only played in one game during his career, and it was during the 2018 season. But yet through it all, Cross has persevered, has been a member of the scout team, a valuable member of the locker room, and is stuck with his walk-on status throughout a career that now ends on Saturday. 
Cross has earned his degree. He did so last May and now is working on his master's degree. What a great way this Thanksgiving week to start our Gator Tales podcast. Daniel, has it started to hit you yet that your college football career is nearing its end? Yes, sir. It's been a wild ride, a good five years, and um, I've taken advantage of every moment that I've had here. Do any memories specifically start to come back to you when you start to think about how this week could go or how this has all gone over those five years? Definitely coming, um, you know, arriving to this last, my last senior game with FSU is definitely going to be uh, something very memorable for me as I know how the Gator Nation is when it comes to this time. This is a group that will walk on Saturday that has gone through a lot together, coaching changes, COVID, all those things. When you signed up for all this, when you walked on here at Florida, did you think that the ride would be like it has? Never, never in my in my whole entire life. It's definitely been unpredictable for me, but a, a beautiful ride um, nonetheless. So definitely something I will always remember for the rest of my life. Did it change you? And if so, how? Definitely made me a better person on how I treat people, how I uh, confront adversity, how I handle different types of conflict and um, my emotions, uh, my mental state and my emotional state. And it definitely made me the person that I've always wanted to be. When it's all said and done, Daniel, you may have only played in, in one game. Will that be enough? That's enough for me. You know, um, I'm grateful enough to, to have this opportunity. I'm fortunate enough to be able to play for the University of Florida. And uh, just the memories that I've made and the teammates and the camaraderie that there is is just something so beautiful to me. And I'll always remember that. Forgive the simplicity of the question, but but why did you keep coming back year after year? My dad played basketball here through 91 through 95, so I kind of wanted to follow in his footsteps to create my own journey and legacy. So I wanted to, you know, make my dad proud. How do you think he feels other than you wanting to make him proud? Did you? I feel like I did. I feel like that's everything he could have asked for in his son. You know, he was a part of, I think, the first Final Four team with men's basketball. So he himself had his own mark here. What will your mark be, you think, as a part of the Cross family? Definitely saying someone who is a light and a figure and someone that everyone can look up to and has that leadership role that everyone gravitates towards. What did you learn about being a team contributor? Because I don't think enough said about walk-ons in the program, those guys that help those prepare for game days on Saturday. Was that a skill in itself that you had to learn? I definitely would say it was. Um, you know, being a walk-on, sometimes you can get overlooked, but just being the person that God um, created you to be and just being the person that your teammates can hold accountable and someone that people can gravitate towards, I feel like that's one of the best things that you can do for a team and for yourself. Not only do you guys have to know Florida's offense and defense, you have to know likely a lot of times the opponent's um, plan, if you will. Can you can you think about how many different scout team offense schemes you've had to learn over the years? Man, it's definitely been a lot. I can't even remember, but being able to be fortunate enough to play against the top DBs in the, in the country right now is just something so amazing. So it's allowing me to get better and allowing them to have a chance to get better as well. Has there been a favorite player, an opposing player that you've, um, how do I say this, that you've pretended to be as a part of the scout team? Honestly, no. I just try to be the best version of myself, Yeah. to be honest. Yeah, because sometimes on that scout team you put on a new number each week. You're representing somebody else. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So it's your own identity, but yet you're preparing your guys to see somebody else's identity too. That's kind of a crisis in my brain. Yes, sir. Most definitely, most definitely. What about studying? How did that go? Where did it start, and how will it end for you academically? Um, I'm in my last semester. No, actually, I'm in my master's program right now. And um, honestly, I don't know what I want to do, but I want to be able to, I want to be a world changer. Did getting your degree last spring bring pride just to yourself personally? 
It did, honestly. I never thought that I would make it this far, and it's just a dream changer and an eye-opener to be able to, you know, be at the best, the top school in the nation right now and just to be able to have my degree. So it was just something so beautiful for me. And you'll always have orange and blue in your veins. I mean, it starts with your family and your father, but maybe reinforced more so than anyone else in your family now. Yes, sir. It's definitely an inspiring moment, so something I can look back on for the rest of my life. When you are on the field on Saturday, how will you be able to be present? Because my mind would be racing. I'm just going to live in the moment, man. When the time comes and the emotions fall through, I'm just going to let it be. But everything's going to be natural, so I try not to look at, look at it that hard and that far. So I just want to spend that last time with my brothers and you know enjoy the moment. What's next, Daniel, for you? To finish out my master's degree and see what the life, see what my life holds for me, honestly. Do you have a career in mind? I do not, honestly. But I'm um, hoping God can show me that in the weeks to come. Will you be able to take some time after this is done? Most definitely. And I'm, I'm glad, you know, to be able to kind of let loose a little bit and take some time for myself so I can put myself in the right position to be successful. I mean, think about your schedule over the last five years. Somebody else has had a say in your schedule almost every day. Will you be able to handle, like, making your own choices on what I'm going to do this particular hour? Most definitely. It's going to be kind of an adjustment, but, you know, it's not going to be as structured as football was. So it's going to be kind of, um, yeah, honestly. It's going to be new. I know you love Cuban food uh, and anything from the Caribbean, but is there a place in Gainesville that you'll miss that when you come back here to campus, there'll be a definite stop at where? Definitely Miapa, man. That's my favorite spot right there. <laughs> I always see you on social media. That's kind of your go-to at the end of a long week. Yeah, most definitely, yeah. Every Sunday I'm there. So, you know, man, there's a beautiful place in there. So not to give you a free plug here for me out because I think we've already done that, but if I go there, I'm ordering what? Breaded chicken, white rice, black beans, and a pineapple smoothie. Definitely, to go order. I just asked for the Daniel Cross. Is that what I'm going to do? Well, definitely. Tell him I sent you. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else that you would like to, to leave us with or you would want fans to know about you or your time here at Florida? It's definitely something I would um, recommend to anyone. Um, just some advice just to... Make the memories and the connections that you have while you have them available, and don't take anything for granted. Here's to a job well done. Go Gators. Amen. Go Gators. Hi again, and welcome back to Kenna on Campus. I'm Kenna McGinnis. Walking through the College of Journalism and Communications, across the Wrights Lawn, and past Ben Hill Griffin Stadium, students are buzzing about going home for Thanksgiving break. I spoke with fellow students of travel plans, what they're grateful for, and of course, favorite family recipes. You'll hear from Julianne, Dinah, Asher, and Alex. The conversation starts with Julianne and what she's grateful for. I am grateful for a lot of things. First off, I'm grateful to go to this school. It's a very great school. I'm also grateful for the weather, even if it's rain or shine, because it's warm in Florida, which is my favorite thing. Um, I'm grateful for my family and my friends and all of the opportunities I have. Very true, very true. I love everything that you have to be grateful for, and I resonate with a lot of them. Julianne, what is one thing that you can't not have on your Thanksgiving plate on Thursday? So, like you said, I'm from Georgia, so the South has some of the best mac and cheese that has ever existed. So if there's no mac and cheese on the table, my mom, I'm going to be very mad at her. <laughs> and she makes the best mac and cheese. Can you give us a little insight into her recipe or is it top secret? It's top secret information. It wouldn't be the best if I told everyone. Very true. Okay, I guess we got to keep Mama Carpenter's mac and cheese on lock. All right, thank you so much for your time today, Julianne, and go Gators. Thank you. Go Gators. All right, Dinah, why are you so excited to go home for Thanksgiving this year? 
Um, some of my closest friends from high school went out of state. My best friend Heidi actually went to UCLA and I haven't seen her since last Thanksgiving. So I'm super excited to go back home and catch up with my favorite people. I haven't seen them forever. Is it a big reunion? Is it all of you running in the room at the same time for a big hug? Or it's kind of more of like a trickling in like, and then it's a free for all catch up kind of style? Yeah, it's honestly just whoever's in town for certain days. I know people have family all the time. It gets crazy. So whenever I can see people, we just try and hang out, go work out together, get food, something like that, and just catch up. So it's super fun. All right, great. And these friends of yours must be like close family to you too, right? Yeah. So a lot of times for Thanksgiving, we have friends over too, which is super fun. It just makes it more of a party and just get more people together. That's super sweet. Super excited for you to see your friends soon for Thanksgiving. Thank you so much for your time today, Dinah and Go Gators. Go Gators. All right, Asher, why don't you tell us a little bit about your Thanksgiving plans and how excited you are to go home being an out-of-state student from New York? Um, so I'm going back home on Saturday, and then I'm coming back Friday before the FSU game. Um, I'm excited to go home, eat some real food, and uh, see my family again. Yeah, I mean, how long has it been since you've seen them? A couple months. I haven't seen them since August. Oh, well, they, my family, uh, my mom and sister visited in September, but I haven't seen all of them since August. All right, cool. I mean, what year are you here at UF? I'm a junior. You're a junior? Okay, so three years under your belly, a little experience, like not being able to go home until Thanksgiving. Does it get a little bit easier every year, would you say? Um, not really. I mean, I get more used to it, but, you know, I, I miss my family. It doesn't really change no matter how long I'm gone for. Yeah, absolutely, totally understand. And, you know, we got the FSU game that you're coming back up for. What are you most excited to see about this rivalry? Hopefully win. Yeah, uh, that, that would be nice. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, these fans are something different. Um, now, Alex, why don't you tell me a little bit about what needs to be on your plate during Thanksgiving? I think the most important thing that's got to be on every Thanksgiving plate is a homemade sweet potato casserole. My mom's been making the same recipe that her grandmother and her grandmother before her made. And so that's just super important in my family. And it's something that we all look forward to every year. Yeah, okay. I mean, how many servings of this goes on your plate typically? I mean, you got to start off with like one and a half servings, right? And then you kind of just work your way from there. It kind of depends on what every, everything else that's on the plate. You know, you got to you got to get your turkey, you got to get your green bean casserole, you got to get you know everything else that's important. Your stuffing, and then it's kind of just filling it up with that sweet potato casserole at the end. Okay, awesome. I mean, this sounds like a really sweet way to end the meal and your time with your family. Thank you guys so much for your time today, and go Gators. Go Gators. Of course, Thanksgiving weekend is also Florida Florida State Week. Wait until you hear this story. Isabel, why don't you tell me a little bit about what this rivalry means to you? So I grew up a Florida fan because my dad went to UF a long time ago. So I would grow up watching the games and I kind of grew to be an FSU hater. Plus they have really ugly colors. <laughs> and I really can't imagine why anyone would cheer for FSU. That's funny, because don't you have a little bit of experience or a story about someone that you know that cheer for FSU in your household? Yeah, so... Like I said, my dad went to UF and a few years back, he had a girlfriend for I think three to four months and she came over to his house to watch the UF FSU game and she had gone to FSU and my dad warned her that he was a big UF fan and she continuously cheered for FSU while sitting in our living room and my dad was getting so ticked off every time and kept saying, Stop cheering for FSU, it's bugging me. And she kept going with it. And my dad ended up saying, you need to leave and kicked her out and never spoke to her again. 
do we know where she is today? Like, we have no idea until let's say, like, where she is. Like, does she still cheer for FSU or anything? I don't know. Hopefully someone talks some sense into her and she doesn't cheer for FSU anymore. Talk about a true Gator fan. Oh, and one more thing. Back to Thanksgiving. I head back up to South Jersey for Thanksgiving, and there better be green bean casserole on my table. I'm Kenna McGinnis. Leah Matheru is an emerging star with Gators women's basketball. She's already gone north of 20 points several times this season. You're off to a good start, aren't you? Yes, I am. <laughs> Washington, D.C. is home, right? Let me just get get the thing right at the start here. D.C.'s home, right? Yes, Washington, D.C. Favorite spot in D.C. would be? Mm, definitely Georgetown. Georgetown. Yeah, I love Georgetown. My favorite neighborhood, too. Yeah. Burt's Chili Bowl is pretty good, too. Yeah, Ben's Chili Bowl. So then transferred twice and now here in Gainesville, had to sit out last year. Have you finally found a home here at Florida? Yes, I have. I mean, the community has been nothing but special since I got here. Even sitting out, I mean, it's just so much love to pass around. Like, everyone just makes you feel loved in every every aspect. Like, it's just home for me now, so. It's a good place to feel home-like yeah. when you're feeling that way. How hard was it to sit out last year? Um, It was really hard. Not being able to help my teammates, and obviously everybody knew we were struggling. We had time just like every other team and struggles but not being able to put on a jersey at all it was it was really tough is it hard to become a better basketball player when you're in that situation no because it helped me in a in a really different way I was able to grow in areas I never thought I'd be able to but just sitting out that one year really opened my eyes and gave me all the all the knowledge that I was missing so I'd, I'd say yes what was something that you saw Aaliyah that you were able to put into practice now during games just being able to go hard like giving 110 all the time so not being able to play really just made me think like I'm not gonna be able to do this forever but I love what I do so every time I step out there I'm going to give my best effort and just being away from it just really made me realize like okay maybe the first couple of years I really wasn't going as hard as I could have been going but now that I was able to just sit back and relax and just really see what I wanted for myself in my future I mean I'm, I'm hungry so makes you kind of have to grow up a little bit yeah, huh? for sure and I don't mean that in a, you know, a derogatory way. There's something about maturing through that process. Wouldn't you agree? Yeah, no, for sure. On and off the court. I mean, sitting, I needed to mature, even outside of basketball. I mean, it's a conversation I had to sit down and have with my family. My mom and I talked a lot about it, maturity. I had to grow up in some areas, and I did. I got it. So, I mean, I'm really thankful for the year. It was really, really hard, but it paid off. It's so much fun now. In a conversation like that, what's the hardest thing to hear? somebody says out loud that really maybe not doesn't feel very good but you know in the end it's probably important just um I mean I had a couple people tell me oh people are gonna forget who you are in a year sitting out but I mean it really didn't matter to me I know the type of basketball player I am the staff knows my teammates know and to me that's really that was that was all that matters to have that community that family oriented feeling behind me and having my back that's all that really that motivated me to get through those tough days of not being able to play and only being able to practice so that was probably the the toughest thing I had to hear. We're having a really serious conversation right now. <laughs> there, that's what I wanted to hear. I hear you're kind of the personality of this team. Is that true? <laughs> yes. 
what do you add personality wise do you believe I mean I'm pretty outgoing I can be really quiet and shy but for the most part I'm a people person I like to be around people I like to be in large groups and these are my people so being around your own people it just makes you want to come out your shell a little bit more so I'm, I'm always here for the jokes the smiles trying to pick somebody up as best I can so yeah I know it's early in the season, but it, it feels like you guys have been building chemistry for some time. If you could say where that process started, where would you go? I mean, just over the summer, we had some transfers and we, we lost some pieces that were pretty important to Florida basketball. But I mean, we all sat down and just being able to have those tough conversations with your teammates like, hey guys, this is what we want to do. This is how we want to get it done. And then just coming up with a plan, like we all have goals, but we also have team goals. So it's not just individuality. It's how can we better ourselves as individuals and then come to together as a collective group and then make it work so speaking of last summer I understand that you learned how to swim for the first time what was that experience like I mean it was fun I took swimming lessons as a kid but my mom said she had to take me out because I was trying to tell the instructor how to do it I mean my mom is a big swimmer so she knows how to swim but like it was my first time taking like an, an instructed class so it was pretty fun I mean we jumped off the diving board and it was really high up so I, I had a blast yeah, I'm, a, I'm a on the ground kind of guy Aaliyah um <laughs> so you were comfortable in the water it was just yeah. a matter of learning better technique yes learning better technique how to stay afloat I still struggle staying afloat but it's okay I'm not gonna drown I promise please, please don't will, will you take some of these new uh, swimming practices to the Bahamas with you yes what I can't wait to get there that water is blue a blue kind of blue yeah yes. like like we don't get to see here we don't get to see that here so that'll be really nice and it'll be my first time so I'm super excited there's always basketball there too but how do you balance the a trip like that how do you balance the business trip and then maybe thank you, you said having a little fun too I mean just it's all about the experience just being there being in a moment my motto for the year has always been just be where your feet are one step at a time one day at a time don't think too far don't get caught up in what's to come or what you think you should have just be where you are and so I think if we just take it one day at a time and play our best game as I know we will the fun part it'll come and that's that's fun on top of fun winning and then being in the Bahamas I mean how could you not be smiling I'd be smiling except for maybe Thursday like do they do Thanksgiving in the Bahamas I have no idea are you gonna try and make Thanksgiving happen while you're in the Bahamas yes yes I I really need a home-cooked meal, so. Okay, so what would be on the table if you were hosting next Thursday? If I was hosting next Thursday, of course we're going to have yams. I love yams. Mac and cheese, some ham. I know people don't like ham, so I'll get a turkey for the people who don't like ham. Some greens, pumpkin pie, and cake. I like cake. Cake's good. I don't care what day it is. Cake's good. It's always good. You like food, don't you? Yeah, I like food. What? In a foodie kind of way or in a snack comfort food kind of way? Well, my comfort food is ice cream, but as far as like food, I've had so many different types. Like my favorite food right now is probably pho. You know what that is? Yeah, it's a Vietnamese noodle type dish. You pronounced it correctly. Nicely done. Thank you. Thank you. I so eat what do you mix into that? Um, my mom actually makes it from scratch. Um, sometimes Stop. Puts, no, really. Like, makes the broth, everything, all on her own. It's awesome. Peanuts in there, a little bit of beef, pork, depending on what you like. I like greens in mine and a lot of hot sauce. Did mom grow up in D.C.? Is that where she's from, too? Yes, she okay. is. I am third-generation Washingtonian. Third, so it's a very international city, obviously. Yeah. So I'm just I'm digging a little deeper here because we're talking about Asian food at the yeah. moment. Has that been a newfound thing for her, or what would you say her culinary background is? It's pretty, it's pretty spread out because she was a vegetarian before she had me. So she hadn't had meat until I was old enough to start eating meat. 
So, I mean, her, her go-to dish is definitely bean samosas. Not a fan, but she loves it, so go for it. <laughs> so you made her a meat eater? Is that what I'm trying to take away from yeah, this? Yeah, unfortunately I have. I tried the vegetarian thing. It didn't work out. I love meat. I need some pork, bacon, beef, whatever, chicken, whatever it is, I need it. Now the personality's coming out a little bit. Um, Fashion-wise, help me with what your generation is doing right now, and feel free to critique me at any time you see me during the season. Um, who are your favorite designers right now? My, I don't really have any favorite designers. I like a lot of streetwear, though, but, like, in a more girly way, like a skirt, a crop top. Like, I'm a very, very feminine dresser. Surprise, I didn't see that coming. Okay. But you like to get dressed up. Yes, I love to get dressed up. It's so fun. Who is the worst dresser on this basketball team? We don't have one, but hmm, it would probably be me. I mean, I come out the house in, like, pajamas, everything. Wait a minute. You just said you like getting dressed up a little bit. No, I do. I love getting dressed up. But if they don't tell me to get dressed up, yeah. I'm just kind of, like, in anything. Okay. Whatever I wore to bed, I'm walking out the door to practice in that. Pajamas. You've, you've seen me. Hair. Crazy. Not done, just out. You be, you be you. Yeah, you all the time. You. If I were to have a conversation with you at the end of the season, which I would like to do, how different will it be from the conversation we're having right now? I'm praying to God it would be so different. I'm, I'm hoping we'll be confetti in my hair, sweat all down my face. I'm screaming in the mic. We're getting a ring. That's the goal. I, I'm hoping that's how our conversation goes. I'm up and in for all of it. This was a lot of fun. Thanks, Aaliyah. Thank you. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> yep, I'm thankful for that visit with Aaliyah Matheru. I'm thankful for Kenna McGinnis. And thank you to Daniel Cross as well. Certainly enjoyed episode number 13. I hope you did too, and I'm thankful for you as well. We're growing this podcast. We need your feedback. Don't forget to leave a review. You can email me, K at gators.ufl.edu, and give me a follow if you don't mind on social media. We can correspond there on X, at Sean Kelly Live, at Sean Kelly Live on Instagram as well. Thanks to all the great sports information directors here at the University of Florida, coaches, players who have made this first run of Gator Tales with Sean Kelly. A lot of fun, and that's why I'm thanking everybody. It's Thanksgiving, as you know. Oh, and certainly thankful for our two sponsors, UF Health and Pet Paradise. Looking forward to this weekend inside the swamp. Should be electric. The game is sold out. The fifth sellout for Gators football this season. I'll look to be back with you soon enough, returning from New York on Friday night for the football game on Saturday. We'll do Gator Tales all over again next week. Until then, have a great holiday, a blessed start to this entire season. And for all of us here at the University of Florida, thanks. And go Gators.